my god the this is our first guest of 2021 hey i'm so glad yay so we're so glad we do have a guest with us um of course a little bit before we get started on that we are so happy to make it here in the first what seven days of 2021 eight days we're eight days days in i mean it's already cray cray it is super crazy but we're not gonna get into that today our highlight of the day is our special guest and i'm gonna allow her introduce herself so say hey girl hey girl (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) she's so cute i'm so glad you made it i know we've been like Back and forth, and 2020 was crazy, and then 21 took off like a bang. I know. It seems it seems like it's been a whole year and like a week. <laughs> it really has. It really I'm like, has are we really like going that. through this right now? I'm like, we don't need a part two. Let's let's start fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next week. Right. right. <laughs> it's always Monday. Monday's a new day. <laughs> we'll start everything on Monday. I know. That's what right? I do. Yeah. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Let them know who you are. Yeah. So my name is Ellen. Um, I'm a Dallas local here. So I'm glad to actually get to join you in the studio. And awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining we our welcome studio. welcome you. Yeah. So um, I'm the owner of the Movement Loft. We are a fairly new um, yoga and dance studio here in Dallas. Um, awesome. Kind of in the Deep Elm, South Dallas area. Oh, okay. So um, it's so it's been a really crazy um, experience opening a business during the pandemic. Oh right. wow. Um, I am an a dancer, an artist by trade, and a marketer by day. Um, and that's your like full time job? Not for much longer, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Go uh, ahead and um, pull up your mic a little. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That okay, towards you. <laughs> cool. Um, so, you know, I am just super excited to to just be here with y'all. And We're excited well, thank you. To have I'm ex- you. I'm yeah. excited to hear about your studio. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's it's kind of my my weird brainchild of um, everything that um, I've kind of gone through in life Mm -hmm. and, you know, dreamed up over the last few years. And so, um, you know, I've been dancing since I was probably about seven. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. Grew up in Oak Cliff, started taking ballet lessons there at the Y, um, and, you know, fell in love with dance and then continued to dance all through middle school and high school, um, went to Arts Magnet for dance and um, loved dancing. Mm-hmm. But when I went to college, I decided to go into marketing. Mm. Actually, I was pre-med and then I went into marketing. Wow, pre-med. I like the body. I, I okay, like the body. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested right. in the body and physical health. That makes sense. Um, but being a doctor is not that creative. Yeah. <laughs> you don't right, want to get right. creative with people's, um, you know, you don't get creative with people's plastic surgery or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, throughout the time, I've always maintained a relationship with dance, whether it's, you know, taking classes on the side. Um, I've always danced ballet folklorico. So, um, so, you know, I've always maintained a relationship with, um, my, you know, my background, my culture through Mm -hmm. folklorico, um, dance through college, things like that. And then, um, 
when I lived in Austin, I would take classes here and there, but it was really challenging to mm-hmm. find adult dance classes. Right. And adult dance classes that, like, feel good for an adult to go to. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then when I moved back to Dallas, um, you know, I was dancing in and out of different projects and um, still trying to take class, and I could never really find a fit for um, where it felt good to take a, an adult dance class. Right. Um, simultaneously, I'd been doing yoga for years and years, developing a practice, and it felt like the cousin of dance mm-hmm. because it's um, a similar kind of physical movement in a lot of ways, but it's a lot more accessible because you can find a yoga studio, you can go to a yoga mm-hmm. studio. Right. And so... Um, in maybe about five years ago, I was dancing. Mm-hmm. I was dancing in like a little ensemble company. And I was taking a lot of really intense yoga classes. And I was working out and I was working full time. And I got injured. Oh, no. And I realized that everything I was doing was like super intense, like right. super fire. Uh-huh. And we have that mentality, right? Like no pain, no to keep gain. Pushing mm-hmm. through you have to it. keep pushing. Oh, and for it's like, sure. It's like that with your career. It's right. like that with exercise. It's like mm-hmm. that with so many different yeah. aspects of life. Like you have to keep pushing, keep going. Like you right. push through the pain, push through the stress, push through everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had to take a step back and be like, okay, well, I like physically cannot push anymore, right? Because now wow. I'm hurt. Yeah. Um, I have to take a step back from dancing. I have to take a step back from yoga and look at what kinds of habits and practices I'm keeping for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think the fitness industry as a whole has a very no pain, no gain mentality. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I'm in the business of trying to flip that over. I love that. Um, and we can we can talk about that because yeah. I have a lot of opinions yeah. on that. <laughs> um, but really, I had to learn that balance for myself. Like yeah. when you have these intense um, intense days or intense practices, intense workouts, you have mm-hmm. to balance that with something that takes care of you and nurtures you and restores right. yeah. you. And we're not taught that a lot of times. Right. And so um, I, maybe about four years ago then, knew I was going to start something and didn't know what it was. Right. Like you had that itch. Right. You know, you, I feel right. like when it's coming to you, like, like you have a calling, but you don't right. know what it you is. Don't know yeah. what you don't it know is. what it yeah. is. Yeah. 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 You don't know who's on the other line. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, okay. So I started listening to all these podcasts and reading books and mm-hmm. following all these different entrepreneurial voices and just trying to like understand how people had gotten to even where they had gotten. Mm-hmm. Or like, right what inspired them or, you know, how they had built something. And so um, little by little, I, like, developed that into, like, okay, well, now I'll join a Facebook group with, like, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go to conferences with other creators or, you know. And simultaneously was saving money. I was like, I'm going to put money away, not knowing what I'm putting money away for. For but, like, uh, one day I'm going to figure this out. Right? Yeah, that's a smart move. And so um, about two years ago, I started building a business plan for a studio. And, like, at night when I was at home on my couch, I would, like, work on the business plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
didn't even know if it was like a real thing Mm -hmm. or like something I would pursue but I was like oh this is gonna like it at least occupies some time and like some creative energy right and so um flash forward last year I would like casually look at spaces Mm -hmm. and I went to see the loft and I first saw the pictures online and I was like oh that place was really perfect Mm because I'd looked at some other places where like it was hard to visualize the space being used in the way that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, "That okay, like you have to have a talk with yourself. Like <laughs> the money's not in the bank. Like the right. timing's not right. Like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I was like, okay, if you go to see this place and you love it, like are you going to mm-hmm. be ready to like make the commitment? Yeah. And so I went and I like looked around and I like remember looking up and I was like, Okay, how am I going to make this work? Mm-hmm. And this was, like, November of 2019. Wow. Um, and so I was like, okay. Like, I told my would-be landlord, like, okay, give me a couple <laughs> of days. Like, I have to file the paperwork for yeah. the LLC and, like, file the business bank account. Like, get everything set up. And, mm-hmm. like, totally in, like, you know, and sign the paperwork. Moved in last January of like end of January wow opened the doors like two weeks before COVID hit oh my god and then closed (laughs) oh my god and so I was like okay cool so like crazy I know and so like there were days I'd just go and like water plants and like tinker around or like Mm -hmm. do yoga and um you know we would teach virtual classes and things like that but it's Mm -hmm. not the same right and so, um, did that put it like a damper on you, like on your mood that that happened like right after? No, but you know, was it, it like a more like a, like a boost of like, okay, we're going to make this work somehow. Yeah. Well, you kind of have no other choice. Mm-hmm. And like, you also like, there were so many voices in my life that were like, you could just let go of the space. Like oh. you could just, you know, close up shop and reopen. And they don't know that that's reopen. your dream. And right. I, like <laughs> this is like, five years in the yeah. world. I was like, no, this isn't done. This isn't even like started yet. Like yeah. you can't tell me to close the doors on yeah. something. Like, well, good for you. It's a couple of months, you know. And yeah. so um, we really like officially reopened in August. And awesome. so, yeah. It's been, it's been, I figure if you can survive a pandemic, you can probably <laughs> survive. Most yeah. I think like at that point, like to put it up to scale, like you've got like your PhD in business. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, to survive, survive that, for right? a new business to survive a pandemic in the year 2020, like you're fine. Anything, you're be, anything surviving in 2020, yeah. just in general, yeah. like a business alone, I can't even fathom you you go through five years of something is your calling Mm -hmm. something is there's an itch in you like you have this plan you and then you're putting that into the works and then it's just kind of like a slap in the face (laughs) it's just a bump in the road and you're like you know what we're gonna it's gonna get back up you get back up and reopening how was that for you how was that feeling of like it wasn't like fully to the scale what you expected when you first opened but now like you reopen and how is that feeling for you I mean, so, you know, as an entrepreneur, every day is different. Like, every right. hour is different. Mm-hmm, like, there's mm-hmm. a roller coaster you go through. And it was 
it was great to see people coming in the door after so many months of like having things closed up. Mm -hmm. Um, I really love what we do. Like I, Mm -hmm. I I genuinely love what I do Mm -hmm. and I'm speaking as someone who plunged a toilet last week and you know, (laughs) I changed trash and I, you know, bleach floors, Mm -hmm. but like I also really love our small but growing community and Mm -hmm. the whole mission is to create community around movement i love that oh that's good yeah every time i see like our members meeting each other Mm -hmm. and like saying hello to each other and like talking about their days like Mm -hmm. that to me is Ugh, it's my it's my favorite thing that's so great so what is what is your studio offer yeah, so um, we offer various types of yoga. Um, I teach more from a hatha approach. Um, what was actually happening tonight at the studio is restorative yoga. Okay. Um, we offer some vinyasa flow classes and kind of everything in between. Um, and then we also have dance classes. So dance and yoga happen simultaneously every mm-hmm. day. Um, and we have everything from ballet to, you know, dance choreo, um, Latin dance, um, jazz funk. I'm trying to think. There's so a hip hop class. Very, like, in- very inclusive, so cool. very yeah. wide. So are these classes for adults and children? or They're only for adults. I for love adults. that. Yeah. yeah. Leave so. your kids at home. <laughs> Yeah, because no, like as an adult, <laughs> right, I always right. try to find things to do like as an adult. Right. And so right. I've tried to find like dance classes around me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, they're all for like five and eight year olds. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. What about yeah. for us older people? Yeah. Like, I want to go to a dance class. And it comes from like how you. How it stems from like your story, you yeah. know, from college trying to find like comfortable dance classes for adult, which I totally get. Yeah. You know, this was I was probably like what two years. I was like deep into just wanting to learn salsa. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I would go out with my best friend trying to learn salsa at like these. They would teach like free at a lessons. Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and it's kind of awkward because yeah. other people are watching you, and yeah. then there's just. But every time I did go, it, there wasn't any judgment amongst okay. like other adults. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. That yeah. is that that is something that you guys offer. Um, now, as far as like what you've created with it, and having that sense of like community with movement I love how you kind of put that together like for you starting so young was it something that you wanted to do or was it something like your parents kind of like encouraged you to do or how did you get into that kind of pulling back a little bit here (laughs) yeah you know I think I I wanted to do it um I was very I was talking to my mom about it the other day and she was like we've always just kind of let you do whatever you wanted to do and I was like (laughs) yeah but it turned out okay like not Mm -hmm, in like a juvenile delinquent kind of way but like there wasn't a lot of structure on like you have to do this or they thing held you back way. from they not doing yeah. it or saying like don't open that business because it's not that's not the right time yeah. or you're not yeah. going to be it's not going to be successful yet or just mm-hmm. give it a little bit more time because I mean I've heard those <laughs> stories before too like right. are you sure do you are you sure you got the money for that instead of like just letting like just yeah. just let, do it. let me go and do you let yeah. it like let it just happen are you yeah. the oldest I'm the only. Oh, okay. okay. I'm the only. And well, and so, yeah, I mean, it's taken time to get everyone on board with Mm -hmm. like, this is the vision and like, we're doing something. Cause Mm -hmm. at first it was like, you have a good job. 
Why would mm-hmm. you leave that? You have benefits. I think that's very common. Yeah. Like for me, for me, like coming from Mexican household, if yeah. you already have something solidified, right. why are you going to go for more? Yeah. And I think that's a very big one that I've seen. Um, I'll, I'll just use, for example, my, my sister-in-law, because it's just a recent thing going on. Um, she moved, she went to UT Austin, moved to California for a job. And she got offered a job in Virginia. So, like, she, now she's moving cross-country. And, you know, my in-laws are just like, but you have a good job. Like, why do you need to go find something else? Right. Or, you know, and California right now is completely shut down. And mm-hmm. just things are really terrible. But, like, in in all actuality, she's like, I'm going to get paid better. And it's more, like, as far as, like, what you're going to get your money's worth, it's a little bit easier to live in Virginia comfortably than it is in California where she has like two three Mm -hmm. roommates and so like it's that uh, attainability of like if we have something okay like let's settle for that and not like yeah it's the comfortableness and it's like having your starting your own business is a little bit uncomfortable because it's of the unknown like you don't know what's going to happen or you know especially with the pandemic it could have made or break somebody you know and unfortunately it's like you know a lot of businesses have closed because of covid and stuff but you know if you don't try then you don't know yeah 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 that's a big one how did your family feel during having to shut down i mean so you have to think like my so i'm second generation okay so i'm born here Mm -hmm. my mom's born here but my grandfather's from mexico Mm -hmm. and he owned a business that did really really well and then when the economy in the valley crashed Mm -hmm. um he lost Mm -hmm. and so um you know i think with a lot of immigrant parents, especially of that generation, like the only way that they saw their kids getting out is education, education. and a stable job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for all of the women, it meant being teachers mm. because that's a suitable profession mm-hmm. for a woman in the 60s right. um, or 50s mm-hmm. when all of my mom and her sisters were coming up. And so, you know, in their minds, you know, you have a stable job, you have you know a roof over your head you have insurance like those are mm-hmm. things like they're like oh you, cool, you you've made it off. like you yeah you're right. doing great <laughs> like you did all the things and so the idea I think especially after they saw my grandfather lose the business um you know I think it looks risky and if you've always worked as a teacher at a school district and I'm not mm-hmm. demeaning that by any means right. but like I think if you've always had that stability of like an eight to five paycheck Mm -hmm. and you don't have that entrepreneurial bone it seems very daunting to go out on your own that's very Mm -hmm. true and very risky Mm -hmm. um and I'm risk averse like by nature like everything has been very calculated (laughs) like you know money is very calculated like Mm -hmm. my time is very calculated Mm -hmm. and so and you have to be right like you can't just quit your job with like ten dollars and be like See, and that's how I am. Like, I always like, you, oh, you I risk assess yeah, everything. I'm like, I need to make a plan because this is how it's going to go. Yeah. So I, I am totally with you on that. I'm like, I could never, even when I hear people's like stories of like, I only had a hundred dollars and I couldn't even afford rent, but I made my own business. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. But I could, yeah, <laughs> I could same. never, I could never. <laughs> and, and it's true. You have to have the backbone. I'm like, with it, my last hundred dollars, I'm going to get food and put gas in my car. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> and maybe I'll treat myself yeah. a little on the way home. Right, right. Maybe a $2, two-buck chunk from Trader Joe's. <laughs> stop at Target. Seriously, isn't that crazy, though? Yeah, it, it's it that is. mentality. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's a, it's a thing that just comes with, like, not wanting to fail. Like, not yeah. wanting to, like, let anyone else be proving you wrong you know like I hate the I told you so kind of situation so I am going to calculate every way through possible Mm -hmm. that I'm going to make this happen and Mm -hmm. that sounds like your story Ellen to be quite honest and I and I love that um what's a little bit of advice that you would give someone that has that itch that calling for something yeah I think it depends on where you're at in that phase like if you're just starting out and like and I I hear it a lot from like friends that are like to do something and mm-hmm. I'm like cool what do you want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> I always love picking the brain yeah yeah and they're like I don't know and I'm like we'll go figure it out like yeah you what have are you good time. at yeah what do you like to do like what do you genuinely have a what is there a need for what mm-hmm. is there a need for is mm-hmm. a good one and like how could you solve that problem mm-hmm. yeah um or like what do you genuinely have interest in because you're gonna spend so much more time doing whatever it is that you break off to do right right and you're going to invest tenfold more into it so Mm -hmm. it's like you really need to like it yeah Mm -hmm. you need to enjoy (laughs) enjoy what you're doing yeah Yeah. like if you don't like race cars like don't start a business around race cars right because you think it's going to be something Mm -hmm. um and i think always or not Putting, not going into it thinking you're going to make a lot of money. Because you're not. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay to do it. Yeah. 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 For a while. Which is fine. Um, right. But, but you need to be have that, that awareness. And right. that passion for it to continue going on. Yeah. 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 I could see that. But I think with anything, like if you're chasing money um, or you're chasing prestige or you're chasing something that you think you're going to get out of it, whether mm-hmm. it's a career move or mm-hmm. it's a business or whatever mm-hmm. like you're not gonna get what you need out of yeah. it yeah I could see that um you're not gonna have fulfillment in yourself if that's what you're just looking right. for right yeah right I think it's almost that like it's almost that like mentality of like you have to hustle you have to grind mm-hmm. and it's almost like you come to the point of like that mentality going too too much if that makes sense. And then you're kind of like wearing yourself thin. Mm-hmm. And then you're at a point of like, well, I give up because at this point I'm tired and this is, it's, it's not like, working. Yeah. Right. I think it's like giving yourself that, that mentality of I have to go 100 every day, all day. And it's like, no, it's literally almost like one step at a time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it took you five years. Like yeah. in, yeah. in that, in that sense, like you started, like, you know, you, you felt for it. And then you started little by little. You, you know, you started going to seminars. You started going Facebook groups and stuff like that. And so when you created your business plan, what was like one of the things that helped you kind of kind of put the pedal to the metal on that? Because I know a business yeah. plan, it's it's not just like writing down like, here's what I want to do. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I had an experience where I went to take an adult ballet class. And I'm I'm 31, so I'm not super old, but I'm no girl. I'm get he- I'm headed to my 30s too. <laughs> hey, 30 club, 33 over here. <laughs> 30s amazing. Um, so I was like waiting for class to start, and I realized the moms are my age, 
and they're waiting on their kids and there's like a bunch of kids running around which kids are fine but if you are just starting out and you have interest in dance and you've never been to a studio before Mm -hmm. or if you're wanting to try something out with a girlfriend or have some me time or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel like a very good experience yeah Mm -hmm. you feel like you're not supposed to be there like it was really for the kids and then they added on this adult dance class yeah i could see that and so i thought what if you can bring that experience because people love to dance i mm-hmm. love to dance like oh. and no pressure on i it. have a dance with myself all the time when i get me time <laughs> like, well, i'm like i'll dance but i'm not doing tiktok dances <laughs> help me convince her i am not doing tiktok dances i just uh, we'll get to that later because you're a dancer i don't do tiktok dances either okay <laughs> Is that really dancing? I'm like really untrendy in the TikTok department. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I don't have, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the way that it is nowadays, but I could pop lock and drop it. I just can't do what the new thing is. You know what I mean? With their hands. No, I can't. They're really coordinated for people on like a 15 second video. Yeah. uh -uh. Yeah. I can't can't get with it. I I just can't either. I'm like, I can't record myself doing some TikTok dance 50 times just to get it right. Like, I'd rather go to a dance class. Yeah, but my 11-year-old, let me tell you, I caught her, like, (laughs) recording herself doing a TikTok. And I'm like, teach me, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I will one day. (laughs) But I can see that, the uncomfortableness. Like, for me as a mom, like, you know, once upon a time, my daughter wanted to do gymnastics. And even that, like, in itself, I'm like, I wish I could like or Mm -hmm. I would have done like something like that you know so I could see where you created that that fulfillment for something that you just were like missing yeah it's a space for self-care and things that make you happy that's what we preach here that's some one of the things we preach here is self-care so let me let me tell a quick story so when I was in high school I loved dance class I loved dance I tried out for the drill team um I didn't make it, uh, which is fine, but I had a really <laughs> hard time doing dance moves because uh-huh. I had a really large chest in high school. Yep. I had a really oh. large chest, so I couldn't play like volleyball. I couldn't dan- do, in- do anything in dance class. So that's like the big reason why I couldn't do it. So like um, now that I like I don't have a big chest anymore <laughs> like I did in high school. Uh, I had a breast reduction 10 years ago, so that's why. But um, you know, like it's always been like something that I wanted to fulfill of like playing sports and mm. you know, that's why I was working out all the time cuz I'm like I can do actually jump rope. Like <laughs> and my not, boots are not hitting my face or like dancing because I couldn't dance before and I'm yeah. like that's how it's always been like a fulfillment of mine to like just do because I wanted to be in dance class. Do it, Mel. Do so it. So I love like and I love seeing like women just going to a dance class just for themselves. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. I think that's how I felt when we were doing the salsa. Like when I would go with mm-hmm. my best friend, we would go out salsa dancing. Like that became like my like my go-to away from like my kids. Like, you know, mm-hmm. as a mom for me, self-care meant like something outside of my wholeness, quote unquote, as a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it feels like once you do become a mom, that's all you are. Yeah. Or that's, you know, or you're just a wife. Right. Like it, it, you can't almost like create that barrier and realize that as a woman I'm a woman not just mm-hmm. a mom and a wife yeah. like there's something in myself and like the fulfillment of 
going out and dancing and going out and just releasing whatever it is with movement with dance like I can see where you're coming from Ellen because seriously there was something about bachata there's something about salsa merengue like all of that that gets your hips moving it's sensual it's like fun it's I don't know there's just something about it, mm-hmm. it if and if you've never done it it's it's so weird to kind of explain it I don't know there's and it's like you said like the movements of the yeah. body it's like you move and you're like I didn't even know my body could do that right, right. these hips don't look girl <laughs> <laughs> I love I, yeah. I really I really do I really love that and for Folklorico. I did folklorico in elementary school. I love school. that. Until love middle school. I did it for quite a while. I had the big yellow dresses. I always dresses. thought they were so beautiful. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, that's so pretty. I love, and it, and it does give you that sense of, um, I know you mentioned when we were talking about that connection with your culture. Mm-hmm. And that's so amazing to know that that lies in that background of, of being, you know, uh, Mexican, Hispanic, or Latin, because the fol- yeah. folklorico isn't just for, for Mexicans. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for example, like, doing folklorico for me, it was, it brought almost, like, a sense of, like, pride to, like, my family, mm-hmm. because I also did, um, I did horseback riding, but we did, like, a show, and it's, like, mm-hmm. called it an escaramusa. And so, if you've ever seen that, it's, like, they're 